0: Hello, I'm your host, Gemma Holbert, and welcome to the Yacht Stew Podcast. This space is entirely dedicated to authentic conversations about life at sea. Through thoughtful chats and real experiences, I talk with some of the most insightful men and women in the yachting industry. No questions off the table as we dive into the wonderful and absurd world of stewardesses. Before starting today's episode, I wanted to share with all of you a really exciting partnership between the Yacht Stew and Salacia Yachting. Together, we have created and are launching the first admin-focused Chief Stewardess course. We cover everything from worklist to hiring with loads of downloadables and videos to make it as easy to follow as possible. The course is fully online, you can work at your own pace, and you will have lifetime access. If you are interested, head over to com forward slash courses to learn more and be one of the first to sign up. Hello, and welcome back to the Yachtstue podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. And today I am joined by my friend Lauren. So Lauren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Now, I am sure a lot of you who may not know Lauren by name, but you will know her company. She is the founder of Ethical Yachtwear. They are really taking the industry by storm by really just reinventing the way we look at uniform. And it's just an absolute privilege to have you on the podcast today. So I'd love if you could just share a little bit more about yourself before we get into it.
1: Thank you, Gemma. Yes, certainly. So my name is Lauren. I recently founded Ethical Yachtwear I'm originally from the US, although I confuse people with my hybrid Australian accent. I grew up in Australia. I have a long history of hospitality, bars, restaurants, hotels, traveling around the world. I guess I've been in the industry for about five years. I had a friend come to me about five years ago and tell me about yachting, and, and I learned that I could combine my love for the ocean with my, uh, my love for hospitality, and so I ended up in yachting around five years ago. I've always sort of admired successful people, so for me it's been quite an admirable industry to work in in terms of seeing really amazing people and uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it you know for the last five years and and enjoyed it even more since I've established ethical yachtwear.
0: And I know you said that you want to be in an industry surrounded by successful individuals. But you yourself are incredibly successful with Ethical Yachtwear. So where did this inspiration come from and how did you get started with the brand?
1: Thank you for that. I appreciate it. With Ethical Yachtwear, I was working, I guess it started, I was on a back-to-back charter season in the Med. Um, It was one of those nightmare seasons you hear stories of a couple of years ago, back-to-back shifts, uh, back-to-back charters. Some days I was working 7am, so 7am the next day. Um, it was a very tough season and there was, you know, I suppose I was sitting there looking at these very successful people while I'm on my 18th hour laundry or service. And I thought, you know, how am I going to make an impact? I, I was sort of not really happy in just working for these people. And I sort of just wanted to make my own impact. And that's when I started exploring, um, podcasts uh, looking into entrepreneurs at the time the inspiration kind of came from two business models at the time which was Tom's shoes and for every pair of shoes that they sold they gave a pair to kids in South America so they could go to school I really liked that business model and I also loved Four Oceans which was sort of just surfacing at the time as well so then I created a company called One Back and one back was ethical t-shirts that for every t-shirt we sold we would um give a percentage of profits back to ocean cleanup and research and we would also collect a bucket of plastic and that was sort of my way that i could uh replicate those two business models and what i thought you know what i could do at the time and then i was down at the antigua yacht show a couple of years ago and a friend of mine at the time had run into the editor of Dockwalk and So he he, he said to me, why don't you get an article in Walk about one back? I thought, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. And the card sat there for a while. And then eventually I emailed the editor and I said, hey, this is my company. It's very ocean orientated. Do you think you'd like to do an article on us? And she did, which was awesome. And next minute I had a bunch of boats contacting me saying, hey, we love your T-shirts. Do you think um, we could have them yacht branded? And I really honestly just didn't really think about this at the time I was like well that's my brand I love my little logo I created and everything like that and then I thought you know what if I can revolutionize the yachting industry uniform for the better of course I'll do that so next minute I was on a crossing and set up a whole website for ethical yacht wear and just started contacting as many people as possible and that's sort of how it was all born I guess
0: your time management must be absolutely impeccable. And also you must not suffer from seasickness because I tell you what, on a crossing, the last thing I'm thinking about is building a website. I really, really admire your determination to accomplish so much while also being a full time stewardess.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's it's not always easy, but you know, when you have an end goal and and you're doing a good thing and you can actually make a good impact on the world, I mean, that keeps me motivated every day. So. That's sort of where I I keep
0: going with it. Oh, I love that. I think that's just so beautiful. And so often I think as crew, we just get so focused on our job and our boat and what's right in front of us that we do forget on the larger impact. And what we do have at our fingertips is, you know, the resources of networking or maybe a, a bit more of an additional income coming in where we could put that towards better use. So I love your thought process of just what can I do that's bigger than myself? I don't think that's, you know, that's like that we all immediately think of in the middle of a charter season. So it's just incredible that that's where your mind went after the season and while you were really busy.
1: Yeah, thank you. I I think I'm, I'm sort of, you know, one of those people that when I'm busy, I'm really good at staying busy. And then in my downtime, for some reason, I procrastinate. So when I'm actually extra busy, somehow I go into like this autopilot where I just try and fill all of my time. So yeah, it just, it, it worked. And I, I'm still shocked to, today. I didn't actually expect it to work and so stoked and so grateful it has worked. So yeah, I know. thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. I love that. And so speaking of being a business owner at the same time of being a full-time stew, what challenges do you face and how do you overcome that? Because it must be incredibly difficult to, you know, stay on top of emails and marketing and filling orders and saying contact with boats and and really everything that comes into play when you're ordering uniforms. So what challenges do you face yourself and how do you overcome that?
1: Sure. So I think um, the biggest challenge I have is time to be expected. Fortunately, COVID has been bittersweet in the sense of I've had a lot of extra time because the boat I'm on uh, hasn't moved a whole lot blessing i have is the, the determination i have i still work every day eight to five as soon as i finish at five six p.m showered i've eaten and i pretty much work from six p.m till i have to whenever i have to go to bed and i go to bed far too late because i get too excited too late in the night and uh just working on things but i think the biggest struggle is is time it didn't used to be and now as ethical yacht has gotten bigger and bigger it is i'm also very excitable and how i can change the world for the better and all these ideas that my crew have to listen to every day and then i get a little bit frustrated with having all these ideas and not being able to put them to play as quick as i would like but i think it still drives the determination to get on my computer every day and you know do what i can and what i've been able to do so far is it seemed to work as i said so yeah, I think the challenge is time, but I'd really just try and find ways to work around that. And, you know, and because I love what I do, instead of being extra social or going to the bar or doing a lot of things that other people do on the weekends, I'm on my computer day and night. And, you know, it's not hard work for me because I really love what I'm doing. So that would be the biggest challenge, I think, would be the the time-wise.
0: Mm, I, can, I can completely relate to that when you are working on projects outside of work that, while you are, yes, sacrificing maybe time with your friends or, you know, Monday night sushi at Rybovich bar, it doesn't actually feel like a sacrifice, does it? If you are incredibly passionate about something and you feel as though you are really making a difference, I can imagine it makes it a lot easier to prioritize your time in that way.
1: Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, an amazing thing I have as well is my crew is so supportive, you know, like I don't go to a lot of the things and, and, nobody's offended and thinks that I'm being antisocial. Everybody is so nurturing and understanding when I'm like, you know, I'm not going to come for dinner tonight. And they're like, not a problem at all. And they get to the point where that, that they even say, you know, we're not going to invite you because we don't want you to have to feel bad by saying no, but you are invited, you know? So the crew that I have, which is so nurturing, makes it all so much better too. Cause I don't feel awkward or bad if I don't go to, you know, every sort of event that we have. So that helps out a lot as well. And, and I think, you know, when you, when you really love somebody in your crew and you get along, they're not going to stop you from doing something you love either.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And I yeah. think that just sounds like the most amazing crew. And <laughs> nurturing is not often a word associated with, with big yacht crew or, or you know, and crew on boats. So yeah. I love that that's the word you use to describe your crew. I'm sitting here smiling, just thinking like, oh, this is quite like a warm and fuzzy feeling, isn't it? A Nurturing crew. <laughs>
1: No, they're amazing. Hands down. Best crew I've ever had. Just awesome.
0: Props to your crew. I love it. <laughs> so going back to the business, I, mm-hmm. I did post on Instagram that we were going to chat and I asked people, you know, what questions do they have for you? And one came up a few times that I actually thought was quite brilliant is a few crew are really struggling. They would love to purchase ethically sourced clothing but perhaps the captain's put in a strict budget or the boat is just quite set in their ways of, well, we've already always gone with X supplier. Why would we change things? So do you have any tips or pointers you would share with people that are wanting to make that change to ethically sourced clothing, but they're just not really sure how to put that across?
1: Yeah, sure. I think there's a couple of questions within that question. So I think in terms of the price, uh, price side of things, What I've done is I've really tried to make the prices relative to what's the prices that are already out there. I've tried to save a lot of money on my side of operations and overheads and things so I don't have to pass on any extra costs to the the customer or or the boat. I've tried to also work within boat's budgets, so I know there's a lot of smaller boats that don't have a big budget and I, I really try and work out how we can make it work for them and and, you know, we do different printing or if we can reduce the cost for them to to make it work. I've always tried my best to do that. I think I don't actually charge that much more. So it is kind of ironic. You know, I have a lot of inquiries and prices that always comes up, especially with, you know, surprisingly bigger boats. Uh, I guess they really, you know, really look at their budgets. But it's I just try and make it eco as accessible as possible. so. I don't believe I have anything that's a whole lot more than what uh, the current prices are out there. The other side is, I guess, when you say switching from the current supplier, I have about 100 reasons why ethical clothes are better. I guess, you know, the, in terms of how ethical yacht wear is different and how, I guess, that could be proposed to a captain, we have two sides of how we're different. One is in, in, within the actual uniform. The uniform doesn't impact the environment adversely compared to regular cotton or regular material because uh, all our stuff is organic cotton or recycled material. The organic cotton isn't doesn't have any pesticides or fertilizers within the making of the cotton, meaning there's nothing that seeps into the land or the ocean. Uh, with every worker that works to make the clothing we supply is 100% fair trade uh, certified, so everybody's looked after. There's no Below low average wage, there's no sweatshop factories, there's no harmful chemicals, nothing like that. So we don't impact the environment adversely within the making of the uniform. And then if we don't don't supply organic cotton, then we supply recycled material, which a lot of our outerwear and things like that are made from. The other side of that coin is uh, 10% of all our profits are given back to a company called The Plastic Bank. It's actually a Canadian company which pays poorer people around the world to pick up plastic that they buy the plastic from them. So it's actually reducing poverty. Then with that plastic, they sell it to large corporations uh, who melt the plastic plastic down and recreate products. So there's the the give back side with the the profits and also the reduced um, environmental impact within the actual uniform. So if anybody's trying to, like, you know, suggest ethical uniform, they're the two main key components of why I believe ethically sourced clothing is better.
0: Um, and 10%, yeah. that's huge. I mean, that that is a huge amount of, of your business costs and, and your profit to be going back. That's just incredible to make that stand and say, hey, guess what? Every time you spend money, you know that 10% is going towards something that's actually making a global impact.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I've been so happy because you can um, calculate how much plastic we are saving through the contributions. And we saved 3000 kilos of plastic out of the ocean last year or preventing it from going into the ocean, um, which is three tons. And we're working on the the fourth ton at the moment. Um, and yeah, look, I mean, my whole motivation behind ethical yacht wear and everything I do is to be able to help and give back. So the larger, you know, percentage for me is just, that's why I do it. And yeah, I'm just more than happy to do it. It's, it's what makes me happy and makes makes me want to, you know, own and run ethical wear.
0: I love it. You just have such a heart of service. And I think that's yachting awesome. is all about that, that service of providing something to others. But I think you just look at it so differently than perhaps others. And I really, I really admire <laughs> you. you. I think it's just an incredible thing. And I certainly think for any stewardess or anyone in any capacity where you may need uniform I think it really should be a no-brainer of if you can get things that are industry standard pricing but you're also being a part of something that is a huge change maker within the world why wouldn't you go that avenue I think it's just really really amazing and very impressive of someone who's also working a full-time job I think you are the <laughs> epitome of girl boss without a doubt <laughs> thank you
1: I hope so and as I said you know my my main goal is to really make a good impact and I guess just my sights for the company is just to continue making that impact and you know I I would like to eventually through Ethical Yachtwear organize some big uh, beach cleanups so if anybody sees one of our beach cleanups or anything else please come join yeah Ethical Yachtwear is just about giving back and and I can't wait till we can make that a greater impact than it already is
0: Absolutely. What do you think has been your biggest surprise through creating this company? Has there anything that jumps out to you that you didn't expect or yeah, just anything that you weren't anticipating?
1: I didn't expect it would work, to be honest. Like I was not the most academic person in school. So I just, honestly, it was such a surprise that people actually liked the concept and what I was doing. I mean, I know that sounds a little strange, but like, when you produce something that people really take to and, and, you know, not just on a smaller scale, it's starting to grow quite a lot. I mean, for me, like that, the biggest surprise is that it actually worked and I was able to do it and yeah, I couldn't be more stoked and more amazed that that's something that I did it actually people liked. So yeah, I love it. That's, that's the biggest
0: surprise. And your goals for the end of the year.
1: We have a bunch more stuff. We will have a bunch more product lines by the end of the year. I'm not going to say too much because I love surprises, so I want to keep everybody on their toes and create a big surprise. But I hope everybody
0: stays tuned and fantastic. And and when that does happen, please let me know because I would absolutely love to share it online and um, maybe hopefully draw a bit more attention to all the amazing things you're working on.
1: Oh, thank you. I'd love to definitely you. The first
0: to know. (laughs) Perfect. So, for anyone that's listening to this podcast that is thinking, I'm currently on a boat, you know, maybe they're going into a winter period or something along those lines, and they have this burning desire to do something more, you know, whether it's start a business, start a blog, uh, you know, be a part of a charity organization. What advice would you give to someone that is just looking to kind of expand their horizons and do Mm -hmm. something bigger than what they're currently doing on board?
1: My biggest suggestion would be just do it. I think if I'm capable of doing this, I think anybody's capable of doing anything they want to. And you know, I, and you got to break the mental barrier is the thing. You know, I think there's a lot of stigma. Like, I don't have the time. I don't. You know, how would I start? Where do I start? First and foremost, if anybody wants to get in touch with me and has any you know questions direct in directly related to what they would like to start, i'm um, Always there to sort of help anybody who has any questions, but aside from that, I think it's baby steps and it's really thinking about something logically and practically and I'm a big one for writing on paper, computers and me and all that sort of stuff, and uh, it's not really my, my thing, so I always really like to get a piece of paper, to sort of figure out the small steps and the building blocks you know do you start studying or you start reading or and there's so much material. Out there right now that you can sort of take a lot of inspiration from of how other people have done something and sort of, yeah, I think, you know, just start doing it. And I think anything's achievable. So it's just a matter of starting it.
0: Yeah, I love that. So much is at our fingertips now, too. I think through COVID, that's something that really came to light was there are so many resources out there, whether it be a podcast or you know, reading or even just going on Facebook groups with like-minded individuals. I think that's something that I have learned as of recent is just, wow, there is so much out there and it's just kind of up to us to find it.
1: People to me are amazing. Like there are so many amazing people out there and I guess that's who I learn from every day, you know, like I get so lost in terms of resources and I'll start with one small thing that I was looking at and, you know, hours later, I'll be stuck on something else because, there's so much knowledge and, and uh, even in, you know, I'm not the best at social media admittedly. And so I started exploring Instagram ca- accounts and things like that. And two hours later, I found all these amazing Instagram accounts, how, what people are doing right, and what I would like to work towards. So there is a lot of stuff you can sort of take from to build, build whatever it is that you would like to do.
0: Definitely. And I, I think just within yachting specifically, there is a huge kind of switch almost where people are similar to yourself creating side businesses or they have these incredible blogs and so on and so forth so I just think within the industry itself as well there is so much talent and there's you know oh, yeah. so much creativity from everybody that yeah. I think the power of social media I know that's how we met and I just think even just through social media it's just the most incredible avenue to, to meeting loads of people and networking and yeah, and just meeting people whose interests may be aligned as well.
1: A hundred percent. And, you know, there's some amazing people out there at the moment and I think I've seen it just started, you know, it started to surface in the last year or so um, with conscious stewardesses and, and even passing on their own knowledge of how to do things better on board. And I'm particularly, you know, into the green side of things. And um, there's just so much amazing stuff of, Stew tips and tricks and and how to you know do things more in an eco-conscious fashion and and yeah like I've just found so much awesome stuff recently and and it's great and it's just amazing to see other people out there doing some amazing things too
0: without a doubt I love it (laughs) oh I'm feeling really inspired after speaking to you I feel like I need to go and like I don't know create something or write some (laughs) notes down or or something along those lines and before we wrap up if there was one thing you want Ethical Yachtwear to be known for, what would that one thing be?
1: Giving back. I want to be able to give back. I want to give back to everybody, and, but I kind of have to contain the excitement a little bit. And so I'm trying to focus particularly on very related things to do with yachting and marinas. Obviously, we are on the ocean. So giving back to the ocean, first and foremost, is the most important thing to me. There is so much trash and plastic that floats past me all the time, depending wherever I am. So, I mean, I'd like to give back on a smaller scale and also on a bigger scale. I also know that there's a lot of average areas around marinas at times uh, with a lot of less fortunate people. So giving back to the people that are surrounding marinas with not a lot of money. I'm always trying to give back whatever charity, sort of food, anything you know, anything I can do to give back to anything around the yachting industry is my my ultimate goal or what I'd like to be known for, for that way through the company.
0: You are an outstanding woman. Thank you <laughs> Thank so you much there. for your time today. I feel very fortunate actually that we were able to share this conversation and, and share it with our listeners and hopefully we can inspire others to, to make some changes and look a little further than than just on their board their boat so for anyone that is wanting to get in touch with you or with ethical Yachtwear, where can they find them online
1: okay sure so we are on instagram facebook and we've got a pin we actually even have a pinterest and a, a website so our instagram is ethical yacht facebook ethical yacht and website www.ethicalyachtwear.com and pinterest ethical yacht so anywhere is pretty much ethical Yachtwear.
0: Well, Lauren, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. And for anyone that is listening, we will have all of Lauren's details in the show notes below. So if you do want to get in touch, we highly recommend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could please share, rate and review. Have an idea for a podcast topic or want to be our next guest? Get in touch through at the Yacht on Instagram or send an email to hello at theyachtsu.com and be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode.